Hello beautiful people. Today is November 14th, 2016, and this is Shit You Might Have Missed on Flash Black Radio. We are the usual suspects. In the studio I have with me Ms. Takia Richardson. Hi. I have Ms. Christy Hunt. Hello. And I have Mr. Slim Williams. Greetings and salutations. I am Da Vinci Parks, aka Lee Bennett the Third. And you know what? We're just gonna get right into it. We have a few topics we're gonna get into, but what we're gonna start off with is we're gonna start off with you, Slim. Okay. The power uh, of narrative or something of that effect, right? Right. So uh, I've been talking about narratives for as long as I remember. Um It's a long time. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. As long as I had memories. When I was a baby, I was talking about it. That's impressive. That's what I'll mom. tell my mom. I'm like, you know, just, you know, the narrative is I want this milk. That's what they want you to believe. <laughs> you know? nah, I just, I've always been talking about the power of narrative because I understand that uh, many, much of American history has been shaped by narrative and not by the things that actually occurred. Um, so in the context of this current uh, election, presidential election, presidential mm-hmm. election and the outcome of it. Um, I've been thinking a lot about how uh, Hillary Clinton was successfully portrayed as a criminal to certain segments of the country. And they bought it because the narrative was a successful narrative. Um, I also think a lot about Donald Trump and how he's convinced the world that his name is synonymous with success. But when you actually look at the books, He's not actually successful, uh, even in their sense of the word success. So that's another area where you see narrative has been successful at shaping the way people think as opposed to the facts. Um, You look at the narrative of the scary, violent black man in America um, and how that's all based on narrative that started with the, you know, the farmer elite trying to pit sharecroppers against uh, against poor white farmers. And that narrative led to slavery. It led to Jim Crow. It led to mass incarceration of black people. And it's all based on narrative. Um, you look at how debates work. You look at how the legal system works. It's about making effective arguments. And effective arguments are mostly about the narrative you create. Mm-hmm. It's not really based on the facts. It's how you shape and bend and twist those facts to create a certain narrative, right? And then um, you think about like the food industry. Mm-hmm. Think about big. Think about uh, tobacco. Think about sugar. advertising. Think about sugar. How they the food industry turned everybody turned everyone's attention to fat when the real culprits were sugar and sodium, right? That was all about narrative. They had us, they had, we had a pyramid of the food groups that we were teaching in school and telling us that carbs were like one of the most important things to consume. (laughs) And really carbs is like one of the worst things, you know, you can consume in mass quantities. You're you're only supposed to have on average between 125 and 150 grams of carbs a day. My whole life is based on that lie. Yeah. And then we don't even need to get into the tobacco industry and what they did. I mean, they convinced everybody that smoking was not dangerous. You had kids selling I don't think they convinced kids. everybody. I think and they used like specific language that pretty much this may <laughs> lead to But what cancer. did that language do? Oh, I got you. I got it you. created a narrative, right? Oh, definitely. I'm not disputing that. So I don't, th- I don't think they convinced people. I think people 
the, the data was strong enough at that time when they just said, you know what, we should put this on a package. But they had the lobbyists there to say, well, hey, we don't want this to outright say that. So here's what we'll do. We'll, we'll, we'll shape the, the verbiage so much uh, to say mm-hmm. that it's, it's not necessarily it, it's not necessarily going to harm you. It not could necessar- kill you. It could kill you. It could. Secondhand Lots of smoke things could, kill could you. be terrible for you. And your unborn child or anybody that's in breathing distance of you. But, you know, hey. You Maybe know. your lungs are going to turn black on their own. We don't know. To, <laughs> I want you to have a conversation with a smoker and then tell me whether or not they, they've been convinced. <laughs> have a conversation. Well, it's not necessarily convinced. I just think that a lot of smokers just don't care in that mm, regard. Have a conversation with some smokers. Have I, a conversation. You, with you're them. saying as though I've never had conversations with smokers. Because I know you people. Because you sound ignorant. I, I can sound a lot of shots things. fired. Like, I can sound ignorant all, all day, but like I, I've Ladies definitely had conversations with smokers. The first there are a lot of smokers that are aware, and they just you know that I've talked to, they are aware. It's just like, eh. Yeah. Well, maybe I've just talk, spoken to more smokers. I don't know. Maybe that's what. Well, maybe it's just the smoke you're talking. Maybe you're spoken to an equal amount of yeah. smokers. How do you know this? Like, uh, you sound real arrogant opinions. right now. I'm right. I'm arrogant, and I'm better. Digging so, it, Trump. Go ahead. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This is the second time I've been compared to Trump today. I think I found my thing. I um, found my new niche. Okay. But I'm he is kind of right. Compared to, compared uh-huh. to Trump. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, here's what I, I want us to do. I don't want us to sugarcoat the power of narrative. Narrative convinces. It convinces people of incorrect things. That's what it does. So we can say, I don't know if they were trying to convince them or I don't know. If you even say a half truth with conviction and someone's ignorant and uneducated, that'll convince them that whatever you're saying is completely accurate. And even worse, the power and power of narrative will allow that person to take that half truth, that specious statement that you made, and they'll just run. They'll go For off president. to a completely mm-hmm. other world. You that I like that. <laughs> president. So anyway, that's what that's where I was coming from with the power of narrative and what it does to People who don't ha- either have the knowledge or the education or even the wherewithal or desire to do any research to refute the narrative with actual facts. And that's pretty much the history of uh, our entire country. There was an article that came out and they were talking about how prior to this, the actual election, but during the election cycle, um, so many people were getting their information from Facebook mm-hmm. and <laughs> they were talking about. Um, and I forget the names of them because I didn't know we were going to have this conversation. I would have come more prepared. Um, a right-leaning... Um, Conservative I guess, News Daily? International maybe. Justice it might have been one of them. It was some like something like that and then a left-leaning. And they both um, had these fake stories. I think it was like 38% fake stories for the right and like 19% for the left. Mm-hmm. And how people would read these fake stories and just like go with it like oh this is true this is fact this is this is shaping my opinion mm-hmm. and this is all i need to know i don't need to like log into any actual real news sources cuz i've got this i've got this from facebook yeah and it's completely incorrect and donald trump did the same thing <laughs> he posted something about like um whites killed by blacks 81% and somebody called him out on it. i was like yeah no that's not right and he's like well i heard it on the radio so you know it's it's whatever i'm just repeating what i heard yeah, um, there's actually something similar to that actually the other day. Um, when I mean the other day, I think like Saturday, um, somebody had uh, a screen capture of two Donald Trump tweets. The first one was talking about in 2000, 
2012 or 2008. I can't remember which one. I think it's 2012. I don't know if Twitter was around 2008. But 2012, I believe, November 6th, it was saying that Donald Trump was saying, this is wrong. We need to fight this. This doesn't make any sense. And the second one was saying, oh, this is great. Um, you know, blah, 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 blah. So it's kind of like the, the narrative that was being created in this situation was Donald Trump was against something in 2000, in 2012 when he didn't feel it worked in his favor, supposedly the presidential election and the results. And the second one was now the presidential uh, results are in his favor. Now he's for it. <laughs> The only thing that made me just like comment on this whole on the streaks, there's a, I haven't really been on social media either. Although I I do use social media for how I present some articles and stuff for people on on Flash Black Group and all that stuff, and how we talk about what we talk about here. Um, I looked at the date and it said November six, two thousand twelve. So mm-hmm. if it was November six, it couldn't have been after the election because the election is always the second Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like you know somebody who did that was trying to shape a narrative on their own, mm-hmm. and nobody really paid attention to that. But the date was right there, clear as day. So rather than letting that be something that people just go and put out there, like yo, this is what it is, so forth and so on, I felt the need to say, well, this is probably not what the, what they're saying it was. So we need to know what was he actually speaking to. We don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Right. So, yeah. But I mean, narrative uh, is a is a very powerful tool, and uh, narrative <laughs> is actually one of the reasons why Flash Black was was created was because I wanted to challenge the negative narratives that are constantly espoused about people of color, and uh, I feel as though it does not represent the people that I know, people that are in this room. The people that I associate with, the people that I'm related to. Um, so, yeah, I feel you. The narrative does work, but I think it's also the mind also has to want. I think, and this goes to the whole cigarette conversation, because I didn't like the fact that you said you was better than me. <laughs> Kill yourself. Uh, uh, just like, accept the truth. No. Don't, no. Try to re- don't try to create a narrative. Just accept uh, the facts. This, this, right? I don't just have to create facts. a narrative. The narrative is that, you know, I have this microphone right here. That's the narrative. <laughs> like, that's the narrative. Ladies but, and gentlemen, you can three. decide. <laughs> Really? really? Are you really? Did you really just like, you know? Okay. I did. Okay. You just try to play Michael Steele over there? I did, yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> all right. Uh, so, um, speaking to the whole narrative of the, the cigarette thing, I think that there are some people that, you know, in terms of uh, what you were saying towards the narrative, some people are convinced perhaps by the information that is espoused or put out by. Right. You know, and there are other people that aren't necessarily convinced, but it's enough. It's enough for them to feel clear conscience about what it is they're doing or not doing. So I okay. think then I think that just might be the group of people that I was speaking to okay. and the group of people you were speaking to. So don't that, take my superiority personally, man. Well, so dude, just, like, just, like it's uh, okay. He just keeps insulting you. <laughs> You're just gonna let him. This is All your right, house. so we're, what we're gonna do is we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and transition. This is where I'm good at. We're gonna transition. I don't have money, right now, but I have a certain set of skills. <laughs> so very quickly, ladies and gentlemen, we're just gonna go ahead and get out the way. I'm gonna go ahead and, and step in next with my subject. Uh, my topic is an article that I saw on MSN.com in the money section. And it was titled The Insane Numbers Behind Trump's Plans to Make America Great Again. Now, there will be a link on the Flash Black 
radio.com website. Please check that out. Please continue to check it out because we don't just do podcasts. We also put information out. We have tech reviews. We have uh, music reviews, et cetera, et cetera. And the content is going to keep growing. So please go to the website. Please check out the Facebook group, Flash Black. And um, also you can check our podcasts out on Google Play and iTunes. Uh, that not being, that <laughs> that notwithstanding, um, okay. This article you can check out, as I was saying before, on MSN.com and also through FlashBlack.com. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but there are a couple things that I thought were interesting. Um, There are two things that Trump was saying that's addressed in this article that I thought was very interesting. One is the immigration thing. So according to this article, uh, roughly 400,000 immigrants are deported every year. And there are roughly 5,000 people in DHS who take these immigrants, round them up, you know, put them in a, in, I don't want to say camps, but, you know. They're prison appropriate. Yeah. Okay, fine. You know, you, you put them where they put them until they're, until they're processed and then removed from the country. Uh, there are 1,300 lawyers, roughly, that process all this information. And what Trump is saying is in two years, he wants to move uh, three up to three million people mm-hmm. out of the country. So they were saying to do that, they would need to change that number of DHS for um, employees that are rounding people up from five thousand to roughly ninety thousand. Uh, <laughs> Isn't that like the opposite of what Republicans? Yeah, doesn't talk he about? want to decrease? Oh no, 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 no! no, no. Make government, the government smaller. They, they say he wants to they want to make government smaller. It, 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 it really would take an estimated thirty-two thousand new immigration attorneys to process cases. He also wants to cut taxes. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, he did and say he seventeen thousand chartered airplane flights because he needs to run his hotels, and no one wants to pick their own strawberries, girl. That's what yeah. Dave Chappelle said. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Or cut so, grass. So that's one. That's one um, aspect, and another aspect uh, that he was well that this article addresses. Um, for some reason, it's not showing me. I'm, I'm just going to go with that. So, well, I'm going to piggyback on that. Go ahead. So, Knock like, up. let's fuck Donald Trump's tax plan. That's probably that, not that sounds happen. very uncomfortable. How does that? How does yeah, that happen? Well, can you? But what will happen is Paul Ryan's There's tax no plan. So we need to pay less attention. Are you sure? Because you know that they're gunning for Paul Ryan right now. Yeah, till they hired Rince Priebus. But not buying it. Huh? Not buying it. They just okay. gave Rince Priebus it, a job. Is it Rince? Is it Ryan's? Rince. Is it Rince? I don't know. They call him Rince like Rince Penis. Rinse penis? That's what I keep wanting to call his name, like rinse, rinse penis. And I'm like, that's not it. So, But that makes more sense than his name. That's what I'm calling it now. Rinse so like, penis. So I think we need to be paying attention to what Paul Ryan's tax plan says, because that's what the people who we've elected, or not we, but yeah, the people who got elected, Here's what the they thing. want, they're looking at that plan, because that is an option that's on the table that they like. And it's it's a way that they can actually take action. Um, because the other reality is they're not going to repeal the Affordable Care Act because what you're going to do with the 20 million people who you, you know, like take their insurance We're from. We're going to repeal. Many of whom are white working care. class. Well, Obamacare. We're going to replace it with something better. They can go back to doing self-surgery in their garages, just like <laughs> I said before. <laughs> okay, so that would be 100,000 excuse me, 100 to 300 billion to to uh, try to accomplish what Donald Trump has mm-hmm. laid out 
for the immigration aspect. For the wall, uh, they're saying... I thought roughly, Mexico was paying for them all. Well, they the say whoever pays for it, it'd be roughly $25 billion, uh to to construct this wall. And uh, yeah, I just wanted to tell you that's the, basically looking at $325 because construction is always more. But if they, if they tell you it's going to be $5... You should count on a thousand because it's just that's how construction works. It's, it's never going to be exactly on the money. There's always going to be some type of materials. And it's that always going to take, for. take longer. It's, it's going to always take longer. Uh, yeah, we, yeah. From from an environmental perspective, with that wall, what do we do with those animals who like don't care about the border? I mean, we don't care about animals. Why are those animals trying to come into America? Man, yeah, yeah. Those yeah. Mexican yo, cows. Yo. <laughs> we, we kill cutting, them. We cutting down rainforests. Yeah. That's, that's the lungs Fuck of the, these of trees. The Fuck these animals. Rainforests are the world's lungs, and yeah, we yeah. are cutting them down. You see, you know, yo, animals. like it's I so crazy the, now. Like it's like it's been a couple years now, but we've seen instances now where like polar polar bears are like drowning. That says like yo, polar bears are drowning. Yeah. Pause on that and just think about it. So. Yeah, so I just I, 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 I but you've also seen I'm sure that Trump has also started to uh, backtrack on some of his earlier. Uh, and and for him to be backpedaling rhetoric? so quickly on certain things, I think part I, of me feels like he knew he wasn't going to be able to do some of these things, and he was actually being specious. Like well, I usually just well, it would, I I I kind of felt like he was. I think he was definitely saying. Well, he's a salesman, exactly. Like, and if you listen to the way Donald Trump speaks, he only uses basically a five year older's like vocabulary. He uses words like huge and great Bigly. and bad and terrible, China. disaster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he uses China. very basic words to people <laughs> that, that are supposed to evoke emotion, right? So if you if you're trying to sell somebody, like, oh, I can make this great. Trust me, you know that's what people were selling you. Tell you this to do. Trust me, like what? When you say trust me, that makes me not trust you. It's all about that. <laughs> that's just how my mind. Why are you asking? Why are you pleading for me to narrative. trust you? It makes right. logical sense, right? We have people in the country illegally. What are we gonna do? Ship build, them out. Build a wall. Kick them out. Build a wall. Mexico's gonna pay for it. Logistical sense, like that makes. But but sense. here's the thing. Here's the thing. But logistically, you can't do it. And here's the thing. <laughs> like Joe Madison made a very good point uh, on on Sirius XM Radio. He said, "If if America is so terrible, then why are you trying to run a platform on building a wall? Who are you trying to keep out of America so terrible? Non-whites. Just brown people. Yeah. Just brown people. But that's also because he doesn't know most of them get on planes." Or, or the, here's, the thing, he that, here's the thing. thing like, like they, they also use tunnels to get here. So, like a wall would mean nothing because you could tunnel under the wall. That's this nothing. Is true. That, that this is true. That is that. Like that. That is. Stop uh, it like, with your facts. What, well, dude? El Chapo. I'm just saying. Like, yo, that dude had like That's tunnels. Tunnel motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, tunnels plural. It wasn't like like I have one tunnel. No, he was like old yeah, dude tunnel. from uh, what's that 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 law-abiding citizen um, with mm-hmm. uh, Jamie Foxx yeah. and Jared had a network. Butler, yo, a network of he tunnels. had a network of tunnels. <laughs> like, yo, any tunnel I get locked up in, I'm good. Mm-hmm. It's like I'll go to jail. That that is like one. That's one shot of gangster away from what uh, your man did in uh, Narcos. Pablo Escobar did, and he might as well just put himself in his own jail because like it was like okay, I'm going to jail. You don't watch Narcos? No. Why not? 
Right. Watch other things. It's, it's okay, and, but in, not really. In her defense, I, I haven't watched Narcos. But that doesn't mean anything, though. <laughs> I don't. I don't have that, time. That, that doesn't mean anything. Right, he gets a pass, and I don't. No, no, no. It wasn't about I just a pass. Want to be clear, no what passes. It? No, it's not a pass. No, here's, here's what it <laughs> I is. I watched the Good Wife. He either. has to watch half the shit he I watches watch with his shit. wife. People, true, true. I say I don't watch the Good Wife, and people be like, "What's wrong with yeah, you?" And I be like, "I don't know. I don't need another white woman show." Hey, the Good Wife was awesome. It's over now. Uh, Did it? Yeah, yeah. Sure. It stopped. Yeah, it stopped. Yeah. It was awesome. The ending was terrible. But... Oh, oh man, well that's the reason like not USA to watch it. I never watched it, but it was so worth it. <laughs> still, most of the show was worth it. Dude. Okay. That la- the very I'm talking about the very last episode, the last few seconds of the last episode made it worth it. That was intentional, it was so you wouldn't terrible. miss it. So you'd be like, "Fuck it this show. Terrible. This is horrible." But it, I'm glad oh, it's over. Net the net. net okay, what well, was, was the ending like? Seinfeld bad ending. Was it like a lost bad ending? Like it was like really Lost was really bad. It was more like a Sopranos I bad ending. I watched Lost. Uh, it was more like Sopranos. Just, so it was like pregnant pause and then the fade to black. Yeah, it's similar. And I had to read the okay. internet similar next day to find out what the fuck was going on because I watched it. I still don't know what happened with Lost. What were we talking about? The what? internet told me what? Lost. Oh. Because I was like, well, really? the internet is speculating though. So, like, you know, I've I'm seen like, a lot of different like, theories. They still talk about that. I watched the same show, yeah. and all I know is these people are someplace. I just don't know where they are. Are they dead? <laughs> are they alive? What the fuck? Well, you, well, you know, they and also. What does the smoke monster have to do with any of this? Well, the theory was that Jack was. Yeah, I don't want to get into all this. That's a whole. I read. Whole, I, I read. I'm just yeah, talking about what did. I saw. Because y'all, y'all, y'all so literate. Shit on I TV. Love it. But, you know, the writers have admitted that they didn't know what the fuck they were doing. And they just I believe it. And we but, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. It wasn't just that. Jack was not even supposed to make it past the first, second or third episode. Which they were playing. Was Jack? Jack was the main dude. Uh, the, the dude uh, who was. Oh, Party of Five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Matthew Fox. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was, was supposed. Party of Five. Yeah, he was the older brother. Uh, okay, one after 90210. Yeah, don't worry about it. That's that's uh where uh what's the girl I with the three names? That um, what are you waiting for, her? That's when she started off. The, the fake Tom Cruise looking dude started off on there. It's like a couple of them started off on Party of Five. I'm sorry, I've never seen an episode of Party of Five. I know what you did. La- okay, I know what you did last summer. The girl Jennifer. Who was that? No, not Nev Campbell. Campbell. Nev, Nev Campbell. Campbell. Nev yes. Campbell's in it, but it's also the other the other girl from um, I know what you did last summer. She was also in it as well. In Party of Five, Jennifer. Jennifer Love Hewitt. Yeah, 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 yeah. Jennifer Love Hewitt. She was in Party of Five as well. And then she it's was. like the fake uh dude, the fake Tom Cruise looking dude. Um, he was like a younger version. No, he didn't really have a career. It's like he was in the movie I feel Go. Like his name was Scott. Oh, the guy from Go. Bayes? Yes, I know he talked yeah, yeah. about. No, I don't remember that. But you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. So he was in Party of Five, and then like uh, Charlie, I think is. I don't know. I didn't watch. Really? Because that doesn't sound like that's not silent. That doesn't that's sound like silent, silent at all. It's an alarm. It's not a ringer. Shame. Whatever. Shame. 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 That's why we sat you there. <laughs> it's the shame chair. You're in the shame chair. All right, so you said it's right, 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 previous, rinse, penis, rinse, penis, rinse, penis. So we're gonna we're gonna transition again. From, uh, we're gonna transition penis. over to to Kia, who wants to talk about oh, insecure. That was a great transition. And. And sexual gender fluidity. fluidity. Oh, Se- sexual fluidity. I yes. Oh, right, because they shame. Oh, wait, get that letter. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you've watched it. Yes. All right. So you're back her. in. Yes. Have you watched? No, Slim? he's not. He's not. He's no. not. He's not current. I am. Okay. No. So, for those of you who maybe like Slim and have not watched Insecure, do not listen to this next segment. 
Spoiler we're alert. We're going to talk about it. Spoiler alert. We're going to get all in there. We're we talking about Insecure by Issa Rae on HBO, just Sorry, in case you weren't you. catching on. Yes. You, you can. We, anyway. we so, on Insecure, Issa's friend Molly uh, with the broken pussy. I just want to. I just want to say very quick. Does Molly not remind you of Jill Jones from Girlfriends? She does a little. I see where you're going with that. Okay. Um, like when this show started, it was just like, come on, Molly. You, you kind of want to root for Molly, but then you see she just keeps making these really horrible decisions. So, she dumb. yes, yes, <laughs> she's shallow. So she was seeing dude Jared, and then she was like, oh, but I got into this super exclusive online dating club, so. By Jared, because you work at Enterprise and these people are lawyers. It's really he didn't have a he didn't he he only had a high school education. Because it's really because she was listening to her friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, and she's shallow. Yes, I talked her out of her mind. Oh, girl. So <laughs> such a chick. After she got her feelings hurt by Jadena, mm. uh, she decides like she shows up drunk at Jared's place and he takes her back. Whatever, whatever, and. Um, they're talking, and she finds out that he had a sexual encounter with a man. A man gave him a blowjob. Now, prior to his saying a man gave him a blowjob, she admitted that she had also messed around with Snack a woman. Yes. Um, and it didn't sound like, and I could just be like making my own assumptions here, but it didn't sound like it was a one-off thing. Um but when she was talking to her friends about it, they were like, oh, girl, he's gay. You can't see him no more. You can't see that nigga. You got to drop him. He's gay. And because Molly is Molly and Molly go Molly, <laughs> that's exactly what she did. She dropped this man who was treating her with some decency. And from what I could tell on screen was, yo, he was laying the pipe. Yes. 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 Um, now she's pipeless. And Yeah. So one of the things I wanted to talk about is just like this double standard of how it's okay for a woman to have an encounter. It's almost like praise for a woman to have an encounter with another woman. But if a man has another encounter with a man, it's like, oh my God, he's gay. You can't mess with him. That's gross. That's nasty. So I'm really kind of opening up for a discussion more than just kind of like throwing my whole Kinsey scale shit out there. I think bisexual men is the new gay. I mean, not that gay people don't have their own constant struggles still. <laughs> but, like, you can, I mean, like, your family may disown you. You may not get a job in some states. But it is not really socially acceptable, by and large, to shun gay people in, in mainstream society at this point. It's not acceptable. But bisexuality, period, but especially amongst men, is something that, like, I need bi men to start coming out of the closet so that people actually understand that first of all, it's a thing. Everyone isn't by now gay later. Some people really do just like both. And just because you like both doesn't mean you're greedy. Because I feel like the gays don't really like the bi's because they think they're greedy. But I think also a lot of it has to do with our community. Oh, black, black people community. got their own oh, yeah. issues. But even amongst white people. Because like, so... I'm poly, do a lot of poly things, um, hang out with a lot of non-monogamous people. Even amongst non-monogamous people and people in the kink scene, bi is still a little like... Mm. Redheaded stepchild? Yeah. No offense to redheads. You know. We love you all. Like you're cool in a particular moment. You cool, but you but not cool. Yeah, we not so sure about We you. know you, but we don't know you. Right. Shout out to Atlanta. I mean, I... <laughs> <laughs> 
I was about to tag in on that one. I was like, yeah, I'm not going to do it. It is like, so you, I know you, you kind of went away from it, but you kind of mentioned the Kinsey scale, like just the, you know, in, in passing. But I mean, I think the science of it lends itself to a truth that, you know, sexuality isn't like a black and white thing. It is mm-hmm. not. Right? You know, it's your people aren't just heterosexual and homosexual. Mm-hmm. There's a scale mm-hmm. and you people generally fall somewhere on that scale. And it changes. Right, well, you could that, be that's here, what I was about to say over time. And then you, you could be here, you could be here. Yeah, this this scale so, it moves. And and then we also we based we base the I think a, when it comes to being bisexual I think a lot of the stigma may go along with that. And I don't know the science behind this. This is just me pontificating. Um, I think a lot of the stigma may go along to go along with the assumption that we're supposed to be like monogamous, right? We're not supposed to be polyamorous, you know, is what the stigma goes along with. So like, mm, you know, when you're in a I when you're I in when you're in a relationship, you you have to be with one person. Right. So maybe that has something to do with it. That whole concept that you're supposed to be in and bisexuality may may kind of be a, a, a segue to the freedom of not having to be with one person per se. I, I'm going to say I disagree with I that. Think How can you disagree the, when I said I don't know at the beginning? Well, you but, can't disagree. But you still made a statement, though. You? Yeah, I said I don't know, though. OK. So you can't disagree. But I think it's probably you still made a statement, safer though. to say. <laughs> but I said, you're not disagreeing with me. I, I said I disagree with that. I didn't say I disagree with you. Okay. I said I disagree with that. Fairly and I, said. And I Fairly think said. it's probably safer to say that I think the stigma has more to do with the fact that like, what people want to know is, okay, so you made out with this boy. Did he fuck you or did you fuck him? Because ultimately, I feel like what it comes down to for men is, are you getting fucked? Yep. And that was one of the questions she asked. She was like, so you fucked around and what happened? And how long ago did it happen? And how many times did it happen? And did you like it? And he was like, no. She was like, well, when did you decide you didn't like it? Or like even with Amber Rose with the whole Kanye thing when she was like, oh, you like a finger in your ass. And it's like, and and then people were like, oh, that makes you gay. And it's like, well, no, just because you like your prostate stimulated does not mean that you are gay. One. Two, you may like something in your ass. How do you know you like the prostate stimulated? I mean, you probably do. I, I think everyone probably does. I mean, I don't know anyone who doesn't like a little clitoral stimulation, but that's just me. Do you? It's me. It's me. Right. See, I um, love a little clitoral stimulation. Yeah, I'm, 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 so, nobody's disagreeing with that so, right so, there. But like prostate but, but stimulation, I mean, but you, is but not you know what? Same, you haven't even explored your prostate, so you wouldn't no. know. No. I feel like at least make, I don't feel bad about that. Though. <laughs> well, like I'm fine with Come that. Come on, Lee. But, but this is why But this is the attitude that we're talking why? about. Why? It's, it's not an attitude for me. It's just like I'm not. I'm not curious in that way. I don't like, look, here's the thing. I, I'll be 100% honest, like on this show. Look, I've had a rubber glove popped on. I've been like orally, I mean, digitally inspected with a rubber glove. I don't find that shit appealing at That's all. That's not the same I thing. I don't care. I mean, a speculum in my it's vagina different. is not the same thing I as dick. Don't I mean, care. it's just not, it's but it's still I'm something. Not saying and there is. was lube involved. I mean, like. For me, it's a completely different situation. It has nothing to do with the sexual aspect of it. It's more all about, you know, the anus is a gateway to disgusting things that come out of your body. <laughs> that's kind of just gross to me conceptually. Over there. You know, like that's what everything you eat, 
there's some stuff left over after you do that, and it all comes out of your butthole. Wow, you are really yeah, I don't passionate about. That. I don't. Well, he's, he's, he's passionate. He, he's not committal, but he's very passionate. He's very, not committal. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be involved. I would say that. I just don't want to be involved with anything that has to do. I'm not even talking about mine. I'm talking about my anus. I'm talking about her anus. Right, right. I don't want anything You have never accidentally bumped up against the wrong hole. Yes, you have. You never used the thumb before? No. No, I've never been in a shocking situation. I've never. How did that get there? Oh, well, now that it's there. Now that it's there. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I didn't know. I was really mad at her though, cause she lost a good dude. She did she all because her friends were like, "He's gay. You can't mess with him." Yeah, but I, even I, when Issa pointed out, like, "But you, right, used to like mess with a chick," and she's like, "Yeah, but it's different." And she said, "Who didn't?" That was her response. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. It was like snarky. It wasn't just that. It was like that. It was a snarky response. Like, well, who didn't?" So I mean, I, I say like this. Um, I definitely think that this is addressing something that is within our culture, as you were saying earlier, Christy, um, or and Tukia actually both were saying it. I think it's something that is definitely present in our culture. To me, where it gets to an area of concern for me is the DL culture. And that's kind of like, you know, I, I kind of felt like that episode touched on so many things without actually explicitly right. going on, going into everything. But it just touched on like the, her level of concern could have been any number of things. So I'm not saying she didn't have a valid concern. I'm not saying that all that shit was just being shallow. Some of that was like, yo, like the DL culture is like super serious. And there are a lot of black women in particular who are directly victimized by it because there are a lot of dudes who don't want to accept But But their they sexuality. are victims in many ways of their own victimization. Because if you're like Molly and you constantly have this reaction about experimentation or fluidity or something that's like different from what you're used to, mm -hmm. then you shame people into mm -hmm. staying in the closet. And people who are ashamed of their behaviors will usually participate in those behaviors at like the highest risk level that there is because it's something that they're doing in I secret. Think so it's not like you can get dressed for your date, go out with your dude. But they're and be not like, even I'm being honest with themselves. Like, like a lot of these dudes are in the DL culture are already not honest with themselves and the people that they're no, engaged th with from what th I understand. They're not right? honest about... Th what they're not honest about... Mm -hmm is what they're doing. Like you just because you like to have sex with men mm -hmm. does not mean that you're gay. Okay. There are a lot and, and and there are a lot of men who want to be they have sex with women, they want to be in relationships with men and so they consider themselves gay even though we may technically consider them bisexual. They consider themselves to be gay because they want to have a homoerotic relationship or a homo romantic relationship and not a hetero romantic one. So like Sex and sexuality and gender is more fluid than people could even imagine unless you're in a community where it's being explored and talked about. So like these women, you know, yes, you're a victim, but you're a victim of your own victimization because if you make it so that people can't openly talk about their behavior. It's not just that, but you can't, that, that's painting a very narrow picture though. Because if you're not, if you're also not giving them the opportunity, some dudes are just outright lying about right. what but, they do. But, if okay. but, but, but if the common reaction to I experiment with my sexuality is, oh, I don't want to be bothered, you're gay, 
then what do you think is supposed to happen? You need to find a different way to hang out with people. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. No, listen, what I'm saying. I'm not trying to be a dick about this answer. I know it's a dick answer, but listen. It is because basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but wait. The, the, the question. No, no. The question to you. I agree with though. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, let me. So you want people to not be ashamed of their behavior, but you don't want to give your approval because it makes you. It has nothing to do with approval. That's yeah, not what I'm what saying. What I'm saying is. I, there's never an excuse to lie about what you're doing. There's no, something there isn't. But the kind of shame that's associated with that kind of experimentation, do you really get to say that? And I say that because you have never felt you've never found yourself in that position. Right. So But I but in the interest of having a conversation about integrity, I've helped had myself in Plenty of situations where being honest would have me look a lot on better the short end of the stick. Yeah. And I told the truth anyway. Yeah. It will put me in a situation that I wouldn't want to be in because I told the truth. Right. But I still told the truth. Because but that's like, just the type of person. But, what the, but, the but like now. complete social ostracization? Uh, some, that... Sometimes a part, the potential consequences has been potentially losing my job. Some, I mean, it's a, I, when it comes to integrity, that's paramount for me. That's always paramount for me. So there's been times when I had to be honest about something. And for me, I say I had to be honest because for me, that's my option. Right. You always have an option. You right. cannot tell the truth. And I'm, I'm leaning. I mean, yeah, whatever your reason is, you know, I, my, my thing is you can always try to rationalize and legitimize dishonesty. My whole thing is if you if you feel like you want or need to do something and you feel like you can't be honest about what you're doing. Then I don't think it's fair to put that on the individual you're lying to. You can make a point about how socially, yeah, because that's basically assuming that every individual that you interact with is going to take it a certain way. So it's okay for you to lie to them. I I can't agree with that, and that's fine. Like, like, here's the thing, then that's the thing why, like, that's the reason why we're not the only voice in the room. So, but, but, but my question to you, just a hypothetical. Go ahead. It's 1965. Mm -hmm. You're a gay man. What you okay. doing? I'm trying to live my life. I'm trying not to be like putting some type no, of program. No, what are you doing? What do you mean? What am I doing? Like, how are you? If I'm a gay man, yeah, in 1965, I, what are you doing? Because it's all about integrity. So, what are you doing? That's a see. Here's the thing that that we, we're talking about going back in time. And let's but compare, right now, let's compare apples the, to apples. Yeah, let's but, 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 why, but why can't we say right now? The we same actually situation can't say for right bisexual now. people right now. I'm saying because that. because there's a there's, because there's a refusal to accept a fluidity, and that refusal creates a climate where people stay in the closet. So and and I the reality is the reality is whether you, we like to say that things are different because they are different, but the climate is the same. Now is the your climate the same depending upon your depending upon your, your ethnicity as well? Yeah, you, I think yes. it's the you same. Think so? Yes, it's, it's dangerous I, 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 to be I've a long, sexual, to be a bisexual white man. But I've always felt like it's been more like you know because black people are super conservative. Particularly when it comes to homosexuality or things that are deemed to be in the homosexual vein, which would—I mean, like on the one hand we are, on the other hand we're not. I'm just everybody know that choir director's gay. All of we them. just don't talk about it. I'm just trying to understand All how because <laughs> society makes it more difficult for people to be honest about their sexuality. Somebody's allowed to lie to me about their sexuality. That's what I'm trying to understand. I'm not saying <laughs> that's that the on point an I'm individual level to. it's okay, but I'm talking about climates. Like, like I'm talking about the conditions that exist. And I don't disagree not... about the conditions. But what I'm saying is when the conditions are what they are, you still have to make a decision. Like, 
Frederick, Frederick Douglass made some decisions. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? During a time when he could have been killed for making the decisions that he made. But he made those decisions. That's why we know who Frederick Douglass is right now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Nat Turner made some decisions. You know? He was ultimately killed for <laughs> making those decisions. But he made them. So but, I mean, that's you, all you I'm can't, saying. But you can't. I mean, unless you're, we're talking about passing, you can't hide being black. But sexuality is not something that is necessarily out in the open. And I think that's the point. That's right, like the but the whole, whole point, point of the converse of, of 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 the issue is that people have to get comfortable. Right. <laughs> Which means so y'all got to. Gotta I get feel like we're talking in circles. Like I'm hearing I'm, what you're I'm saying. Mean, if but, you have to get comfortable, you. But in the process of us getting comfortable, you're going to destroy trust by lying, by lying to me. Yeah. And not being honest. And, and staying from the outset, time. you're lying. And, and it's different if you're lying to me about you being homosexual or being bisexual. It's another thing if you're lying to me, doing the committing the acts, like having interactions with the per- other people while you're with me. Yeah, that ceases to be about fluidity and homosexuality but, 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 but and heterosexuality. That's, but, but, that's about you violating the trust of our relationship and but, also but I think also jeopardizing the health of you and your partner. Sexual means that you always want to engage in both. And that's not true. Either. No, no, that's not, that's, what, that's not what I'm I was saying. Not, I was when that's I not what I'm when I started this line of, of of dialogue, I spoke directly to the. DL. No, right, but what he right. said is which, what 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 you can help is if you're going with that person. But like, he, you're not lying about being. You're you're not lying in the sense that you're cheating. It's just that I'm not going to tell you I'm with dudes. If I'm you're if, you if there's a, a if, if, time out, if there is an understanding between a person and another person that is supposed to be an exclusive relationship and you're stepping outside issue, of that relationship it doesn't matter who you are no but cheating. what we're talking about is not even cheating because the issue at hand was not cheating it was not i want to date a man as well it was just i've had an experience period okay. end of story okay i got a little well, add right there because well, i was i was he, he shifted shit. yeah he i shifted, shifted to the dl community yeah, conversation yeah. He did. so when he shifted to that conversation I'm that like, was within oh, the right. framework of the conversation yeah, yeah, though because yeah. i was saying there were so many things in that episode that could have been addressed and so i just latched onto the dl oh aspect. that is how we got there yes okay. so I, it wasn't like i just made like a like a blind jump and just said fuck it and i'm just gonna run to a different conversation that's the Part. I don't agree. I don't agree with you like being in a relationship with somebody and that person you're in a relationship has one understanding about what your relationship okay. is and you have a whole nother thing going on that that person doesn't know about. That's about trust, honesty, and integrity. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, but like, like you can you can be who you are right. and not be ready to fully disclose who you are yet. As long as you're not doing anything, as long as you're not, especially that's going to be like, especially something that's going to harm somebody, yeah, yeah. Right. or every, yourself. Everybody you know? has to reveal who they are and like, eventually, in like pieces. Like right. you go, you don't, you don't meet somebody and say, "Here's my dossier." You know what I'm saying? All the crap I've done, all the good stuff, all the bad stuff, every mistake, every achievement. You don't do that when you first meet somebody. It takes years, you know what I'm saying, to fully get to know who a person is. Some and more than others. Uh, a person. I'm, I'm, I'm a little. I'm a little weird. There, there's some things that, I, that that used to be just right on Front Street for me. You just put it right out there. Word bond. Like Boom. some conversations are difficult to have. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Like like anybody who ever came to my condo. It's <laughs> real talk. I used to have all my like medical records like posted on my freezer. Like, yes, he did. <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 I just want some juice. Why my, do I need to see about all of your well, medical I, 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 history? Look, I, 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 look I, I had a lot of friends. 
So like like it's the, it makes the conversation we like mind like the conversation. That sounded, that sounded real pimpish what he just it said. It did. I had a lot of friends. Whatever. I'm you just take from say, what had, you will. I'm just saying. Them bitches, they was on this you shit. Know I'm, I'm just I'm trying to live between you, the sky and earth and touch their no way to I'm confused. That would be <laughs> Da Vinci Parks. <laughs> I had a lot of friends. I had to let them bitches know the dick was clean. Some. You gotta believe in me. Baby. I had a few friends. I modified oh, my statement. Oh, we, we're we're down to a few now. Yeah, I, I had a few right. friends. I, I modified my statement. I don't like the way that went. <laughs> I don't like the way that went at all. When I was saying I had a lot of friends, I wasn't saying like I was personally accessing all friends. I'm just saying, but you know, as a dude who's single, you know, if friends come through, you have a discussion that you can have. Like, oh, bop, 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 bop. why it. you got this on your freezer? Well. <laughs> Let me show you this dick. That's basically you said that was the illest, the illest you know segue of all time. <laughs> well, what is this on your freezer? Now that you know it's clean, <laughs> what you gonna do with it? Show me what that mouth do. <laughs> I love him. And ladies and gentlemen, that was Takia Richardson. All right. Show you what that mouth does. Sometimes we're crass. Yeah. Don't we. let the letters behind the name. Did you see his interview? Cakes. Oh, never mind. What side conversation was this that we just I don't know. Oh, because it was a line from the song, but she didn't even know. So, no, okay. The killer? Yeah, Cakes the killer. I know Cakes the killer. I did not see his interview, though. Oh, on the Breakfast Club was so awkward. They were like, so you're gay? So, like, I'm confused. Like, I listen to your music and I, I just, I can't relate. <laughs> they didn't know who they had in? They did. Okay. It was the I'm most awkward, confused. like, I think it's like 45 minutes. I watched it just for comedy. I don't know who that is. I know I know who some thug He's is. He's a gay rapper. Which, which is kind of interesting because- His um, name is Cakes, Cakes the, the killer. killer. Yeah, that's kind of funny. That, that That's- that's yeah, I'm just gonna move right past. I'm gonna press forward. Um, Slim Thug recently had like a an article of some sort where he was saying that oh, because yes. he likes to sleep with men. And see, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, yes, I've seen his video too. He is funny. Did he say something? What was it like? I, I feel like if you fuck a nigga, if if for every six bitches you fuck, you fuck a nigga. You're not gay. Like, dude, that right there. Well, here's the thing. Well, here's the, I didn't even read the article. I just, I just. No, there was he. He, he huh. did that on a video. That's okay, well, I, I'm just saying. It's I, interesting I, math. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's here's the thing. So okay, so let's go back. Let, let, let's let's go back to this situation. Let, let let's 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 bring this back 360. In in your situation, mm-hmm. let's say for you, if you were not in a relationship, if you were like you know out there, and this were you, you were a Molly situation. You came across this dude that had a lot of criteria that you were liking, and he happened to say that, hey, I had a dude. That you know, a couple years back, some things went down. Been there. So how so how did you react to that? That that, Is that the sound it made. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't know. <laughs> that 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 was my that was my sound like approaching the awkwardness and then veering around. Okay. Sound effect. That, that's I mean, what that's I did. What, I'm just being honest. Sound? That's the veer sound. That's what, and uh, that, that's what it was that time. It could be anything. That's I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. So like like well, you know, you, tell me what that mouth of, do. I had a lot of friends. I know. Yeah, okay. You know what? We're gonna keep pressing forward. So it on the refrigerator. Mm-hmm. I say, you see my fridge. I got the cleanest, meanest penis. <laughs> you show me your <laughs> I show you my fridge, you show me your box. <laughs> you win the night, sir. <laughs> you win the night. 
you're an ass, but that was great. <laughs> that was awesome. That was great. Well, speaking of ass, let's talk about you know these sexual issues. No, no, but serious. No, like like so like in your in your situation, you feel comfortable talking about that, or is that? I something? mean, it kind of threw me for when I initially heard it. It kind of threw me because I'd never heard it before. Mm-hmm. Um, and he had like a full on relationship. Mm-hmm. I was just like, hmm, hmm, well, that's interesting. Hmm. So did anything happen from there or did you Oh yeah. Okay. We dated for a while. Okay. Has this ever transpired no. with you? Mm-mm. How do you feel you you would react to a situation like that? Is Don't that for care. you? Don't care. Don't care. Okay. At all. Has See, this ever I, happened I, for you? No, and that's the thing like for me well, I'd have to think about that, but see, for me, it's look. I know, right? Like, really, okay. Guys, I've dated have ever told me. I was gonna say that's what I'm saying. Like for like for a woman to to say something like that is not gonna hit me the same way as it. Which was the question, right? Right. That was the whole thing. Like, why? It's a social thing. It is. It's definitely a social thing. But isn't that what what we're here to do? To talk about these social issues. Science to sexuality, but there's a social science to how we view things and the narrative that goes along with sexuality. Way to bring it back. You know, you're supposed to be. This way, well, it was. The and we talked about this last week. You're yeah. supposed to be straight, right? And mm-hmm. if you're gay, something's wrong with you. We need to shock you or say, send you to, to straight camp. Unless you're a woman, right. yeah, yeah. Unless right. you're a woman, and then and we want to watch. Then you just we, we want then it's not a private then moment. Just, we want to know all the things. Well, what if you're do you do? Then you just right. experiment. And then that was the narrative. Now the narrative is, and I think I kind of take this from uh, what Christy was saying: you're gay or you're straight, and if you're or you're by, or you were you know, in college, yeah, we don't, right. we don't know, you know what I'm saying? But the, you know, I think one thing that the LGBTQ, am I missing any letters? I, I, yeah, uh, community has been really successful at is adding a lot of letters, adding letters, <laughs> yes. yeah, thus, thus building the coalition, right? Because um, you include inclusiveness, mm-hmm. and you know they've been changing to narrative to make it more about humans just being able to to be humans and do what humans do right if if your sexual relationships is something you do but not necessarily who you are as a person then that kind of frees people up to be like okay long as i'm not you know murdering people or uh messing with kids what i do shouldn't necessarily define me holistically as a person and i think that's kind of what they've been successful at um, in their movement, that's why they've been able to get some legislation go in their favor. And, you know, that's they figured out something with narrative, you know, that I think our people are still kind of struggling, struggling to figure out how to change a narrative, you know, so that they look at us as but is it changing? Humans. I think it's just embracing it. I think it's just owning up to it. But like that is just of... like this is what it is, and they just well, the science is it is what it is. I get it, but, but the narrative is not that. But, the but science the, is but that the, now. But, the, yeah. but I think a lot of people in the queer community would say that like it's cool to be gay. You just get further and further that, away that from it's, the microphone. That, that it's okay to be gay and it's okay to be straight. But gay has been normalized because they made it look straight. Hmm. Because they wanted to get married. 
And so there are a lot of gay people who actually have been in a lot of alternative love style relationships who are like very disappointed at the gay marriage movement because they were hoping that straight people would want to be more like them and be more open more about right, right be more. right be more just open about you know what it is that they're doing you know so maybe it's poly and not necessarily always multiple partners but maybe it's that like I've been with this person for 15 years we live together we share a home you know what I'm saying we're not going to break up but like the thrill is gone and we would like to you know pursue other things you know what I'm saying so Perhaps it's not an extra necessi- letter right so not not necessarily right that like everything isn't always about like oh like you so know hedonistic sex or anything like that mm. um and the other thing about poly is that it's about intimacy so everything isn't about sex but you know like people who are poly tend to be you know accepting of the fact that like my boyfriend has this girlfriend who like they're just friends it's platonic you know what i'm saying and like they're gonna go fishing together you know every summer and like i'm not gonna care um because i'm not jealous because that intimacy is something that that i'm okay fishing what What? nothing (laughs) he had a random thought whoever's listening to this podcast will get that joke i don't think so it's possible, you know. It is. It's not wonder. possible. It's <laughs> completely <wonder>. impossible. <laughs> you okay? Yeah, I'm, I'm fine. Yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> Just thinking about all yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all been eating my ass up over that shit. <laughs> <laughs> a good that friend. was so great. Like, here's the thing. Like, I said it. I was like, I can't believe I said that. Like, I left the door wide open on that one. It's all right. Boom. And the funniest thing the was, like, like the, one, the person who was the calmest about it was just looking at me like, that sounded kind of horish. Horish, whatever. I thought I thought you were about to go in. I was like, okay. Like, no, I, was I feel you like horse everybody grand. should embrace their horishness. <laughs> nah, man. I'm good. I'm it good. was odd, though. What was You're that? just trying to go get like some juice and got to see all your business posted up there. <sighs> Look at here, man. I know you had a lot of that, that was it. No, there, there's some solidarity. Look, I used to get uh, I used to get HIV tests just because I wanted good news for no reason. Like, <laughs> life's, life's difficult. Are you serious? Maybe just go get this AIDS test because I know I'm straight. I know I'm good. Wait, I know there's nothing going on. Serious? I know there's nothing wrong. So I go get my AIDS test. They said, yeah, we just said everything looks good. Fantastic. I jump in the air and freeze. Life is awesome. You know? Okay. <laughs> Look at you doing the early mannequin challenge. Yeah, yeah okay. man. You know, that's just, you know, it's good news. What better news can you get than that? Probably none. Then, none, really you know what better news you can get now? Uh, Magic Johnson is 105 years old. And never going to die. And never going to die. It's Meanwhile, like he was diagnosed when I was like five. Yeah. So, I guess it's not the end of the world. He's like a spokesman for Cigna. What? Now, uh, now, um, what do you call it? We're going to die from superbugs because everybody using antibiotics inappropriate. Oh, so. And I'm going to segue in on all this foolishness with my Wait, story. Yeah, yeah. You're, where's your topic? Yeah, we, right, we were see, in a long time. Though, my so, topic. Uh, I got a happy topic. She took a happy topic and turned it into a serious thing. I just got a happy she topic. She does that, though. I do. I'm not mad at her. Hop in the ring. Um, so my topic got three is minutes. chewing gum. You have to watch. Yes, so, yes. I'm like Netflix. in my line of work, you know, they don't give us chewing gum. No. <laughs> so there's this show coming out of the UK. It is actually Sorry. on UK TV, um, but Netflix picked it up. I'm just going to ignore this because I like I thought topic. you may have brought it up because I was a little tart. That's mm-hmm. what I'm trying to figure. No. So um, Michaela Coel, I, I hope I'm saying it right. She's black. Yay. Mm-hmm. Yay. Um, it's kind of like 
absurd, surreal. It's bizarre. But they're like half hour episodes. I think there's six of them. And it's just about her living on her estate in, I think, London? Maybe? I don't know. Somewhere in the UK. But it is hysterical. And you have to watch it. So it's Brit humor. It is okay, which but is good. Black before we get humor. to it, little bird. So, so she's feel, black. Yeah. Okay. Well, you have you have to qualify these things. I did. You know, I put exist, the picture right? up. Okay. Well, she's I, black. My I believe she might be Nigerian, but I'm not okay. sure. Okay. She's definitely Negro. She okay. is. There we go. Well, his thing. She's melanated. Um, oh, so but it is hysterical, and I think everybody should watch it. And check it out. That most of the people listening to this have probably had a shitty week, because I have. So, if you need something to just like make you forget about your life for a little while and make you laugh, and it is something that you even watch multiple times because it is that funny, chewing gum, Netflix. Or Check you can out. go get an HIV test. Right. Because yeah. apparently that'll break well, you well, too. Well, it, it depends news. on your lifestyle. Well, we can't say that yeah, to everybody. Yeah, I, I knew there was you a You know who you good, are. Pretty good chance. <laughs> <laughs> We're not judging you. Yeah, 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 yeah. not at all. Still get you, still get the AIDS test. Yeah, still get it. You know who you are. Yeah, so I can just say that multiple times. You know who you are. And then Be there's a cheek swab yeah. now, so you don't even have to open up a vein. What happened? What? Oh yeah, yeah, there's that's that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought yeah. you said my cheeks no, fell out, so I don't even. I was like, I have, a, I have a funny joke about that. And it's Prince pants. I, I, got, a, I got a funny example. Penis. Not be recorded. Rest in, rest in peace, Prince. Oh, the cheek swab. Too soon. That is a little too soon. I'm what? Say rest yeah, in peace. I just want to say, I know we've got seven weeks left in 2016, but I just want to send a hearty fuck you to 2016. Yeah. Mm. You suck 2016. And, and not 20, in that 2015 way. was worse for me, so, you know. What? Prince died in 2016. I, I feel you, but I was like super sick in 2015. And well, also my grandmother passed away in 2015. I said for me. <laughs> I didn't know you were going to throw your grandmother in there. Well, I'm just saying. Like, I'm just saying for me. Recipes to my Prince grandma. Her birthday is coming up, actually. It's this week. This country elected a racist, xenophobic, misogynist to the presidency openly, let's say, because I'm sure and several this, of our presidents. Yeah, Wanda <laughs> Sykes said that. I don't know if you heard that, but Wanda Sykes said, like, like, like this is just the first 43. confirmed one. And yeah. everybody started booing. She said, well, fuck you. Yeah. And fuck you. Yeah. And you. 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 She went down the line. That's how you're supposed to do it. She got a Bill Burr on. Like, hey, man, it's just the first one. I'm handing out individual fuck yous. Yeah, she did. Also, cancer is an asshole as well. That is true. Cancer is an asshole. That is true. Recipes to my grandmother and your aunt. Also, to Gwen Eiffel, who just passed away today, for those Mm -hmm. who do not know. So, 61 years old, Gwen Eiffel. And Leonard Cohen. Leonard Cohen was 82. He passed away a couple of days ago. Sunday, I think. Yeah. Hang in there, RBG. No, nah, he passed away before uh, Sunday because uh, he passed. Uh, Saturday. Yeah, yeah. You say yeah. hang in there, RG3? No, RG3. I did not say RG3. Oh, RBG. Oh, she better. Hold on, Ruben. I don't she know what you need. 10 good years left in her. Some Herbalife supplements. She better be sleeping in a hyperbolic chamber every night. I need Sandra Day to be giving her pep talks. Every day. Mm. And so do Mayor. Mm. Come on, girl. Just hang in there. All right. So Even if she dies, they got to like weaken and Bernie her and just like drag her just in there. Just not telling anybody. Yeah. yeah. Just not tell anybody. Put some shades on. Like that was like one of the years. most ridiculous movies back in it the 80s. It was. Like, yeah, like, like they have no respect for like the stench in the, of, <laughs> of a dead body, what rigor mortis is. Well, like, they was just no like, and they had they had the nerve to do a part two. They did. Like like we're gonna after this body, yeah, this weekend's yes. a burning really? part two. For some reason. Was he a zombie? No. no. They just they, they just kept doing Which the same thing. Which would have made more sense. 
They just, they just kept doing the same thing. The bad part about it, his body was floating in the water at the end of part one, if memory serves. So it's like water bloating. You know, it's like, you know, it's, it's not a, a good situation. And he was, it's not like he was embalmed either. It was just, he was, yeah, no, dead. He was just dead. So like, you know how bad this dude would have smelled yeah. after one day. And this, they walked around with this dude for like a whole movie. Just like, oh, we'll have parties with Bernie. Nobody's going to know this guy's dead. Word. Don't be discouraged, RBG. Word. But then there was also Mannequin. So there was also that movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. The 80s was a very bad time for movies. And that means we also need people like Clarence Thomas to live. This is just so sad. Ah, that's horrible. Yeah, we, we need it. This is, I, I mean, never thought I'd say this, but, him, but I actually want the court to stay exactly as it is. Hang in there, right Clarence now. Thomas. This. Unless what would be awesome um, if uh, somebody gets appointed that hits him with the okie doke, like they they think he's like ultra conservative, like he's a neocon, but ends up being moderate. That'd be kind of <laughs> like cool. Bi- didn't Bayer do that? Yeah. Bayer kind of like shifted over time. Yeah, Bayer and uh, even like Kennedy, Kennedy? is like yeah. presumably a liberal judge, but he goes back and forth. Sometimes he mm-hmm. votes conservative on certain issues. So I'll take I'll take a couple of moderates. We That's are, fine. yeah, we're hoping Donald can continue and just fuck this up. <laughs> if anyone can do it, the Don didn't know Speaking they needed new Jaina. So, ladies and gentlemen, we're gonna go ahead and before and, uh, we go, sorry, <laughs> because I did mention the Donald, which made me think about the last track on a tri- a tribe called Quest's new yeah. CD. So, if you've not heard it, album MP3. What are people calling music? It's new music. I call it album new still, but like it's you know MP3. You, you can say, get MP3 album. You get music. vinyl. New CD, music. I say new music. If you've not heard it, you are doing yourself no favors. So go check it out. Oh, very, very quickly, ladies and gentlemen, I just want to throw this out here because you brought the uh, the tribe album up. Uh, y'all also might want to pay attention to like the tweets that come out of the Flash Black camp uh, because the day it was released, the album, the tribe album, uh, it was five dollars, and I tweeted that out for people to take advantage of. And then you know, I found out like a couple days later, people were paying full price. I'm just like, like really after, so you know, it's also on Spotify. Right, I was just streaming. But but yeah, I I believe in supporting the artist. That's just me. I'm crazy like that. You know, that's just me. I'm sorry. Can I get a physical copy? If I can get a physical copy, I'll buy it. But I don't buy MP. Okay, I'm sure there are still records. Oh yeah, they they, 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 still you still buy the you can buy the the physical copy. I I really don't most. Or maybe on Amazon, maybe you can. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can you can order through Amazon Prime, and if you order through Amazon Prime, they automatically give you auto rip. Yeah, they'll auto rip it for you in most cases, so you'll have oh, the MP3 version. Yes, and, yeah. that's very kind of them. I did not it know this. Yeah, yeah. In most cases, it has auto rip. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, yeah. I've never seen it. The more you know. Before we before we close, I'd like to uh, give a very special um, shout out and notation of love to my aunt Elsie, who actually passed this morning. Um, she was uh, one of the probably the second most important woman in my life after my mom. My mom taught me a lot about uh, what it feels like to be understood and respected. And my Aunt Elsie taught me a lot about, you know, how it feels to be loved and be in a family. So uh, I just want to say rest in peace. Uh, cancer is an asshole, but she had a really long life. She was almost 90. Uh, she was happy and loved and active to her last. Um, so I love you, Aunt Elsie. Rest in peace. 
Virtual right. hugs. So, ladies and gentlemen, on Digital that hugs. note, what we're gonna do is we're gonna go ahead. We're gonna keep the conversation going on, going on this end. Hopefully, you keep it going on that end. This is again the usual suspects on Flash Black Radio. Available on flashblackradio.com. You can subscribe via Google Play or iTunes Music. Search for Flash slash Black. Uh, you can also look for us on Facebook, Flash Black as well. We're on Instagram. We are on Twitter. I am DaVinci Parks, a.k.a. Lee Bennett III. To my left, to have Ms. Takia Richardson. Bye. Adios. I felt like I should have said something else. Y'all come back now, you hear? That's probably not better. And they're slim. We, 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 we out. S double. Indeed. Thank you for that. That's double. So, yeah. It's going to catch on at some point. Peace be blessed, y'all. One. See how I keep bringing it back? I'm going to make it stick. Here's the thing I refer to myself as S double in all my songs, and then there's been nobody else. That's dope, Slim. I'm so happy to take the path of Slim. When I say it's dope, I just take the Slim. I never correct anybody. S double. Every time I say it, though, you look like. Because nobody calls me. I'm not. I'm grammatically lazy, but that's, that's just...